Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. We're really trying to grow the podcast and podcasts typically grow by word of mouth. So if you got a friend or family member who might be, might be interested in this podcast, please shoot them a link so they can hear it and hear the good word of health and fitness. Now let's get to the show. We're back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Hunter here, coming to you from Flowood once again with Tyler and Caleb. Changed the order up on you fellas there. I'm jumping in second. I, oh. I actually asked Tyler to look at something in my office the other day, which is our shared office, mm. and he gave me a... Uh, oh. We are currently sitting yeah. in our office, yeah. and we are going to talk about our routine. So okay. Is that what we're, oh, nice. Well, we're talking about routines today. That's what I get. Okay, so today we're going to talk about routines and why uh, why we like routines so much, why they're important, and uh, the benefits of having a routine or implementing a routine in your own life. Do you think that people are self-described themselves as either a routine person or not? Is that a categor- categorization that people use? Because I, I think it is. But I think for everyone, we talk about routines being good, but some people just naturally maybe have less of a tendency to be very routine, and some people are um, extremely routine. I will interject and say I think that we are all routine beings. I think when people say, I'm not a routine person, it's because they don't like the routine that they're doing or that they think it's, quote, like not a good routine that's not helping them. Oh, so you're saying that people who say they're not a routine, people have routines. They just, just recognize unhealthy. that they're not good. Yeah. They're unhealthy. That's a really good insight. I didn't even think about it that way. Well, everybody has routines in their life, and they have habits. We all have habits. We're creatures of habit. Um, and whether we realize it or not, um, we have those day-to-day, um, week-to-week um, routines in our life. And it, the more we can be aware of what habits and routines that are going on on a day-to-day basis – the more we can start to say, well, which ones are serving me and helping me um, achieve my goals and which ones are, are hurting me and keeping me from achieving my goals. But the first step is being aware that, yes, you do have habits. Yes, you do have routines. Um, what you, you might not realize it, but um, you do. And some people, I think, maybe are just more aware of it or are more um, diligent about trying to make their own routines as opposed to letting their routines um be dictated just by kind of happenstance and so i think maybe just a little bit more awareness is the difference in somebody saying i'm i have a routine or i don't have a routine for a lot of people i think certain routines cost more energy for them than for other than for what they're trying to have a routine for our mutual friend uh, alex hermosi talks about this a lot where so many people are obsessed with talking about and bragging about and trying to create these morning routines that end up costing them more energy and taking up valuable time because one like you just said that doesn't naturally happen for them and so uh for someone who works until eight o'clock at night having a morning routine is not going to be being up before the crack of dawn and you know spending 30 minutes meditating right it's going to be sleeping in more it's going to be having some caffeine and then maybe just getting going a little bit slower for other people it may be the opposite and so i think that being able to first maybe answer some questions about what are you what's the purpose of your routine is going to help you to identify whether or not you need more routine in your life or if you just 
maybe have just enough of the routine that you already have and you don't need that. But I think for everybody, there's nothing more annoying, I think, than feeling like, oh my gosh, I got to create more routines and I'm already so exhausted and I'm already tired. And so um, I think there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to talk about around having too many routines as well that can keep you from actually getting things done. Um, and I think where it all boils down to is how structured like you said like how structured do we like to have our day and how flexible are we with going around that structure without as i think at the end of the day the the where routine becomes optimal is it's a routine that benefits and takes us towards the goal that we're wanting to obtain as opposed to away so if your goal is to grow your business or for people in the gym if your goal is to become fitter well if you have a routine uh say from the fitness example like you have a routine that takes you out to eat every single night that revolves around uh eating foods that are not good for you and not sleeping at all and not coming to the gym well guess what you're probably not going to get fitter so i think where it comes to is like ultimately is like what is what goals um, do you kind of have set or that you're focusing on and how does the routine that you have in place affect and take you towards or away like from those goals? So take time to set your goal first and then then you can start looking at the routine and whether or not you have good routines in place or whether you need to add them. Yeah, right, because some people, some, some people can kind of be like, oh, well, my goal is to be a millionaire. It's like, well, what are you currently doing to work yourselves towards that? Well, if it's you know, going to spend all, all your money at the casino every single weekend, you're spending your money, not saving your money. You're not gaining your money. So just for that, like as an example, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, I think when it comes to, let's just say like a, like a daily health routine, like a regimen for, for what it is that you're wanting uh, to, to do in your day that maybe can impact your health and your fitness. Um, I think it definitely does come down to, uh, timeliness and structure of your day. Um, so like you said, like if you're, if you start work early, like I coach five o'clock in the morning, right at five o'clock in the morning, Caleb, you and I are doing different things. So it affects the day to day, but at the end of the day, like our role as coaches is still similar. So my routine setting up towards getting up earlier, right. Is different than your routine, which involves usually going down a little bit later. Um, so for me, like when it comes to the morning routine, um, you know, when I'm opening the doors early here at the gym, I don't necessarily have like a full, well, I, I could make a full hour if I wanted to, right, to meditate and read and write down all of my goals for the day and structure it like that uh, before the five o'clock class. But what it usually looks like is um, a cold shower, 20 ounces of cold water, some type of protein to hold me over uh, for the next about two to three hours um, and some type of caffeine, which is usually coffee. Um, and so for me in that order is like cold shower, water, I'm hydrated, food, I can focus. So I'm not thinking about being hungry in the morning, um, and caffeine because I like to bring the energy early. Can we, can we go through and talk about our routines in the morning and just maybe with why that supports some of the goals that you have? Uh, Hunter, you want to go next? Yeah, mine's almost <laughs> identical to that. So I always, uh, when I get up, I get in the shower and I take a regular shower and then I always finish with a minute and a half um, cold, minute 15, a minute and a half, depending on the morning um, of cold. And then I get out and then I go and uh, turn uh, the coffee on. So it's making 
uh, coffee. And while I'm doing that, I uh, feed the dogs uh, and then put my shoes on. And then I go back. And by that point, the coffee's ready. And then I pour my coffee. And then I go and sit down and go through my uh, morning devotional and daily reading and read a little bit. And uh, then by that point, I... Oh, I'm sorry. Before I have the coffee, I, I drink 20 ounces of water before that. I forgot to add that. So I drink 20 ounces of water and then I feed the dogs and then I go uh, have my coffee and then I do my, my morning reading and routine uh, stuff. And then I will um, go and eat um, like an apple or something like that. And then usually leave at, at, and head to the gym at that point or head to wherever I'm heading uh, that morning. And it's pretty much the same thing every single day. I and mean, I've, I've gone through that same routine for for years now, I used to try to do more, um, in the morning with my morning routine, but it just got to the point where I was spending so much time doing that, that I, it was taking away from me getting, um, to, to do actual work and that type of thing. So, uh, that works well for me. Some, depending on what I have going on, I'll spend more or less time reading, um, that morning. Some mornings I literally just read for like a couple minutes. Some mornings I read for 15 or 20 minutes, uh, depending on the day, but it always goes in that order. And I always, um, have a cold shower, have 20 ounces of water before my coffee. And then I have my coffee and then, um, do my reading or whatever. And then at that point, I'm either out the door or work, starting to work on something else. So, um, that works well for me because it, it's a good start to the day. And, uh, I feel like I got some things accomplished that I want to get accomplished and I'm ready to, to hit the ground running. Man, you guys in your cold showers. I, on the other hand, also, uh, things in common. I drink water. I do electrolyte supplement and uh, uh yeah i forgot pro- to add that yeah. a probiotic you can't add things now that you hear what i'm doing yeah, okay. how productive i am uh electrolyte water i do a little probiotic prebiotic fiber kind of mix in there that is uh tasteless and so i drink 24 ounces of water first thing um and then i start coffee and then go turn the shower on and then i actually take a cup of coffee into the shower and yeah, i do. turn on a golf podcast that's not work related it's not it's not spiritual related it's not it's literally just golf podcasts usually it's an interview with another professional golfer that they do a couple weeks and so uh i listen to a podcast while i drink coffee in the shower and i do not end with a cold shower um so maybe that's okay i've i've done it before but no it's it's double comfort uh in the morning uh and then after that i kind of get that uh get that little i guess routine out of the way and i go and start and it's uh, it's a morning shake and three pieces of toast with honey and almond butter. And I make that. I lay it out, all three pieces of toast in a row, and then make my shake, put it in a mason jar because I like the look of it. It's something that's cool. And then... Um, it's comfy. And then I'll... Yeah. And so I'll take that and then I'll usually read. Uh, I read my Bible in the morning for three minutes, four minutes or so. Um, I found that in the morning it's harder to... If I start thinking about work too early, it's once I start thinking about work it's over like any other kind of any other thing like my mind is just off to the races and i can't concentrate and so i try to just push that off as long as i can and then once it starts it's usually a social media post um and then checking the account at the gym on my computer at home before i get into the gym where people are going to be there and so i try to do anything that needs focus then and uh and then it's on so that's the morning Uh, i highly recommend you guys just just give yourself the gift of uh coffee in the shower one morning Nah. Okay. <laughs> it's usually it's usually in the car on the way in. Yeah. Uh so one thing I I do notice is that if I if anything ever um gets out of whack in that morning routine, I feel off for the whole day. And it's 
it's setting the day up the same every single day because once once you leave the house there's there's no telling what's going to happen and the life can pull you in a million different directions but if i start the day off the same way every day i at least feel like um i'm starting the ground you know starting off on solid ground as opposed to if i if something's off and i'm just all of a sudden i'm jolted out of bed and have to run and go do something i just feel off the entire day and so for me that's a great way to start the day the same every single day so that i feel like i'm at least starting on the right foot as opposed to getting getting jolted and always trying to play catch up the rest of the day and that's one thing that's really important and that's really the only routine that i have on a day-to-day basis um that is set you know some days i'll work out and you know the when i work out it, it, it it's around the same time but it can vary from day to day and um eat the same time but it can vary from day to day there's lots of things that can vary but the, the one thing that's always the same is that morning routine for me and that allows me to feel like i start the day in control as opposed to starting the 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 day off out completely out of control yeah one thing i was just gonna say one thing that's a little different for us is right now we're with our job we have set times that we just can't miss it's not like oh i've got a meeting this time and i'm meeting with people this time or i've got to work on this it's like we have times that are literally just the entire business runs on us showing up at those times so that really helps i take for granted how routine my day is until you don't have that and then you're like oh my gosh this is really tough so i know a lot of people listening you have a job where maybe it's not an appointment every single day five days a week for 300 days a year um it is trying to trying to create this on your own and so if that's you i i sympathize with that and i think that the biggest thing that you can do is like for us maybe it's all right i got my morning routine well the rest of our day is set like i have the exact same day year after year after year it seems like and so that's something that not everybody has and so if that's you the morning routine can help you begin to just transition and you may find that you're actually more routine than you think and so my encouragement would be to just outline the perfect day and then to protect your routines and we talk about protecting your routines a lot because it is very easy to go down the path of oh i am doing this for someone else and all of a sudden you're giving away yourself to where 10 years down the road, you are a different person because you were giving it away to other people. And the best way that you're going to continue to show up for people in the future is by protecting your routines now so that you can show up for people for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And so when you start to get into these routines, if you're not careful, it can be easy for other people to choose your routines for you. And so I would just identify if that's you and I would really take some time to write that out and um, to talk with the people in your life around why it's important for your routine and whether or not that is, you know, I know kids are typically the example that people talk about that are definitely something that's up and down. And of course, that's something where, you know, you're, you're a primary caregiver, so it's not going to be perfect. But we talk about this with prioritizing an hour of fitness every day. There's, there's no going back if you lose the opportunity to be there in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And so, taking time to identify, like Tyler said, what is the most important goal, then I make my decisions based on my long-term goal as well as doing my best in the in the short term. Yeah. Um, because once you, lose your, once you lose your ability to be there, you're not there. And so sometimes some of these routines that we talk about are not important. Some of them are very important for your longevity. Yeah, if you're someone who, and I've been there definitely where – Uh, before coaching if you're in one of those roles that maybe pulls you left and right like you travel a good bit for your job um, or sometimes you know you have to 
be at different places, maybe across the state, maybe across the nation, maybe across the world at different days, weeks, or time. I think if, you know, if the morning routine, that's an awesome place to start and kind of like, as you said, Caleb, kind of thinking about that next routine or step is to prioritize having a fitness routine. Um, I think we've said on the podcast before and we see it all the time is like the people who are the most successful in the gym tend to come to the same class for the most part. Um, and that's not definitely not feasible for every single person, uh, every single day, but consistently day in and day out, they are intentional about coming to either the same class time. Um, or if they're not coming to the gym at that class time, knowing that they are doing something that day that is uh, helping them with their fitness goal because as coaches we do help people at the end of the day with the fitness goals but we know that that bleeds over into our day-to-day life and so it's kind of that idea like Jocko says like discipline is freedom and that you know whenever we can have that structure towards hey you know what I know that I'm coming to the noon class on my lunch break four out of five times in the week well that is creating a consistent intentional structure that is defendable within your daily schedule um and mixing that with um just having a nutrition i think kind of routine as well and and this doesn't have to get super complicated right you can have a something that is so simple as you know what i'm gonna have protein at each meal that is a routine that is knowing that you're prioritizing your nutrition and if you do that consistently and, or, you know, it's like, hey, it's routine. I'm going to have protein shake after my workout because my workout empowers me to make better nutritional decisions. All of a sudden, you're using one routine to create the next. Um, and I, I, we don't like you don't have to get so complicated into like, OK, exactly how many sips am I taking of this thing or bites or steps in a day? But having that f- fitness routine and that n- nutrition routine that can uh, work together with each other, I think, is one of the best ways to use them to empower when my nutrition is the most dialed in is when the most meals in a given week are the same and in a routine. And what I mean by that is my breakfast is always the same. Uh, my post-workout shake is always the same and my lunch is always the same or very similar. And when I have those three meals locked in and then I typically have the same snacks, uh, at some point in the day, then the only thing that really changes is my dinner. And that still looks very similar, but most of my calories on a given day are are almost identical from a day-to-day and week-to-week basis that it makes it so much easier for me to hit my calories and hit my macros um so to me the more routine my week week-to-week eating is the more dialed in my nutrition is which leads to the more progress i'm going to make in my body composition and my fitness and if you look at any people any any person that's competing at a high level or any person that's making a ton of progress losing weight, that type of thing, and you ask them what they eat, the, they're going to say pretty much they eat the same thing every single day. And uh, they're, they're going to eat the same breakfast, they're going to eat the same lunch, they're going to eat something very similar for dinner, and it just becomes something that's routine because they realize that the more routine they can make their diet and what they eat on a day-to-day basis, the more um, likely they are to, to achieve success and, and make the progress they want. And maybe they have one meal a week where they'll um, really kind of splurge and eat whatever they want. But um, a routine can be also just be as simple as I'm track. I'm my routine is that I track my food and I put my food in fitness pal every single day, you know, and that's one of the reasons with our beach body challenge that we have, have it set up to where you get points 
per day and you can get up to six points because we want people to try to string as many days that look the same together as possible because the more days that they can string together that look the same that are doing the right things the more progress they're going to make and so that's why when people really you know get you can get up to six points in a day when people get close to a perfect score over six weeks they they lose a tremendous amount of body fat their body changes drastically because they're doing these things that are amplifying the effects of the other things that they're doing and making them that lose 10 15 20 pounds of body fat in six weeks and lose five six seven eight percent body fat in six weeks while also putting on muscle which is pretty mind-boggling but it's because they're doing everything um on top of each other that's amplifying the effects of each each thing that they're doing individually one thing that i think can also help is just choosing that one anchor habit to really prioritize don't don't make it a do or die with 10 different things because if you miss one of them then it's going to trickle down and it's going to crumble the whole the the whole wall is going to come crumbling down if one of those anchors uh is is a make or break so give yourself some grace for that and so for for me i an example would be we talked about goals at the beginning of the year one thing that i enjoy and we've talked about this a little bit is i enjoy participating in the crossfit game season just to the quarterfinals because that's all i'm gonna ever be able to do um that anchor for me has and i choose that because it makes me better in 10 other areas that without that that point, I maybe wouldn't be driven. I'm not as driven personally to body fat percentage or um, to X, Y, Z, whatever it is for you. And so for me, that's one thing that has helped me because when I have that focus, it allows me to be a little bit more motivated in my nutrition to make sure that that's lined up. And it also allows me to really think about sleep. There's a lot of nights where you know, I really prioritize what I eat because I want to make sure that I sleep good because I want to wake up feeling good the next day. Um, I stretch sometimes when I probably don't want to, but I know that it's going to help trickle down. And so sometimes if you can choose one anchor, then it trickles down into other areas. It could be an anchor, a financial habit that you have. It could be a relational habit. It could be a, a group that you're a part of. It could be an AA meeting that you go to. It could be a Bible study that you go to. But finding that one anchor that you have can also lead to multiple other things that at the end of the year, you look back and you're like, man, 300 nights this year, I had my beam and I had my oatmeal in bed so I didn't wake up hungry. Um, I had my protein every day at lunch. I brought my own lunch to, to work 300 days last year to make sure that I had food. There's just so many things that you could kind of take that down. And so uh, identifying like we started, identify the goal in the beginning, choose a goal that's going to make you a better person in a lot of other ways. And, you know, I guarantee you that choosing a fitness goal is going to help you not choose alcohol really often. I've turned down alcohol more times than I can even think of because I wanted to wake up on Saturday morning and go to the gym at seven before anybody else is in here and do something that I love. And so I didn't want to drink on Friday night because I wanted to be able to do that. I didn't want to drink on Saturday because I wanted to wake up and go to church with my wife or get up early and enjoy a cup of coffee in the morning, try to wake up at the same time every day. And so when you choose those anchors, they lead to you just naturally taking other steps that hopefully make you a better person at the end. Man, you just nailed that. That was that was awesome. Um, and one 
one last thing uh, I think I'll throw in on top of, of that is you said it perfectly. It's like it, like we vote with our time, our money, and our energy. And so when you're investing in your routines and your habits, you are more likely to stand behind them. So like for me, you said Beam, and this is a shameless plug, but Beam, if you're listening. That can be your recommend too. Yeah, that's we're headed there. Um, Beam, if you're listening. Uh, I know for me, right, in the afternoon, it, you know, as the sun goes down, I am turning off my screen on my phone or switching it to where uh, there's no blue light. So I am helping my mind wind down. Okay, I'm going to have a warm shower to relax, and then I'm going to drink Beam and read either my devotional or a book that I'm reading or whatever I have in my hands at the time. And that is going to be my evening routine. Ryan Holiday said it and uh, best. And I think um, Tyler Barnett said it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to quote him. And this is uh, that we cannot be disciplined morning people until we're disciplined evening people. Um, And it doesn't have to be perfect, but one thing is going to lead to the next. And so, like you said, and I can second you on the alcohol is like, you know, I, you know, when you begin to give up some of those things that you think are a priority to help maximize your routine, what you find is that it actually allows you to get the most out of uh, the right mental headspace and the right physical space that allows you to maximize the time that we have on this earth because it's short. As long as it feels some days, it's short. And so whenever we can create that structure that we cr- uh, that we crave and thrive in, then we're able to put ourselves in a position to maximize the time that we're given. And so that's what I love about being able to measure and observe and and repeat our routines and the things that we can do to help better us. There's a uh, quote, and I forget who said it, um, and I forget exactly how it goes, but it uh, something like, show me uh, your habits and I'll show you your future, something along those lines. And I think that was me. I think I said that. Yeah, that was uh, beautiful. Uh, are you uh, <laughs> s- are you uh, saying a quote uh, like it's an ancient quote and, and, and saying you, you came up with yourself? No. Um, so it's uh, to me that that's just so true. And if, if we can have the self-awareness to think about um, what are our day to day habits, what are our routines and what direction are they leading us to? then we can determine if we like the direction we're headed or if we need to make a change. And if we need to make a change, it's as simple as changing your habits. Now, changing your habits and routines is simple, but it's not easy. Um, but it can be, uh, it can completely change the direction of our life. So if we can be aware of what our daily habits and routines are, we can change them and adjust them as needed to make sure we're heading in the direction we want to head to. So that was a really great discussion, guys. Let's move on to the next segment. Outside the box. Um, you guys got anything to, uh, to discuss? Um, you know, my brother has uh, been in town a little bit from Starkville some and has taken me turkey hunting, and it's really fun. Uh, I have usually in the spring not been in the woods as much as like maybe duck season. So if you've listened or know, usually during December and January, all of my outside oh, the boxes. Know. They yeah, know. Yeah, you know. The people uh, know. The people know. But uh, you know what? It's a cool experience to experience like... I like being outside. It is kind of my quiet place. And um, so it's really cool. That's what my brother and I do together are things like that. And so I've really enjoyed doing that this spring. It's, we've gone a few times, and it's it's been fun. So try it. Uh, we're going to the beach. I think I mentioned it last week. We uh, I love the beach. I just I, I love, love lamp. I just I love uh, lamp. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love the beach. Go to the beach if you can. Um, nothing more depressing than when people come into the gym talking about some algae floating towards the beach somewhere that's going to ruin everybody's uh, happy place. You can always find something to, to be afraid of in this world. Love a good, uh, we talked about sunburn a couple weeks ago, gotten some good feedback on that. Recommend uh, just getting some sun. But no, that's it. That's all we got going on. Cool, cool. Well, um, I got a book to recommend. We'll move on to the last segment, recommend segment, and it's called Mind Reader, The New Science of Deciphering What People Really Think, What They Really Want, and Who They Really Are by David J. Lieberman. And it has been one of the most fascinating books I've read in a long time. And it talks about how to um, pick up on what people are really feeling based on uh, their not only their body language, but also how they phrase things, what they say, um, that type of thing, how they talk about events. And it's just been fascinating. It's one of those books that I've read it and I'm already thinking that I need to go back through it again multiple times to really kind of dig deep into it and, and start to really learn these principles. But um, that's a fascinating book. If you're interested in learning about people and, and how they say things and why they do the things they do, that's one of those uh, really groundbreaking books up there with like a Robert Greene type book that I've read um, that just really kind of changes the way you, you, you perceive things. So I would highly recommend that book if, you, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Sure am. Uh, <laughs> um, I mentioned Beam earlier. I have a code. DM me if you follow me on Instagram and I'll share it with you. It's $20 off. That is not... No free ads. That is... That it's not free. Are you a uh, influencer now, Tom? I am now. I'm going to wow. influence. He's got his own code. If this influences you to buy Beam, the answer is yes. Uh, so Do you that's get a cut out of that? I mean, it may go to the greater good. <laughs> I recommend coming to the 230 class, which starts in 30 now. seconds. Uh, Succession season four at this point. It has started. I hear it's going to be great. I am a huge fan of people having the confidence to cut off something at the right time and let it be and that's what i believe succession has done that's what everybody's talking about for four seasons this is the last season it is not family friendly in the language uh but it is or a the great, themes or pretty much anything <laughs> pretty much it <laughs> yeah I tried, it's very mature I tried to play it's a very mature uh read show. it after the kids go to, watch it, it after the kids go to bed uh i just i i don't know art it's uh it's kind of expanded my mind on creativity but also, the I'm, I'm tired of shows that just drag on and on and on, and they try to squeeze a little more money out of it instead of just letting it be the story coming to a good end. So this is the last season. I'm excited. So uh, Succession Season 4, we're jacked. And watch it with the subtitles on. Okay, so that's it for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will catch you next time. Silky smooth sounds.